fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. Hello to all our dads out there and moms. Welcome to another episode of the Fade You podcast. This is our weekend recap. We are recording on Monday night, September 27th, 2021. Thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate your guys' continued support. Please continue to spread the word. Make sure you're subscribed to the pod. Uh, get it downloaded. Listen to it once in a while if you want to. We're doing three shows a week during football season. We've got the Monday recap, Wednesday college football preview, and Friday NFL preview. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Fade You Sports. My name is Matthew James. I've got some dads that just watched a uh, pretty terrible Monday night football game. Um, Chris Duke, if Dennis would have stuck to his normal betting pattern of fave to over in primetime games, we would be dead. <laughs> What is that? Eight and one now to the over on primetime games. Yeah, man, we we need that to regress, or else he's just going to keep hammering it. Next next Monday night, Chargers and Raiders. Sunday night, Patriots and Bucks. He'll probably hammer some more overs. All the faves, all the overs. We want to do a quick Dennis recap though, but let's just say hello to the rest of the guys. Uh, Joe, congrats! You uh, you beat us all again. From two weeks ago on this podcast, we asked if you would consider going for the booby prize, and you basically said, fuck all of you, and ripped off an eight and two run. Yeah, this uh, run's been sex for me and Jared right now. 80% last two weeks. I think we got a good formula going here. Betting a lot of dogs, and the dogs have been barking for us, so hopefully it keeps going this week. We'll see what happens. I haven't really looked at the board that much, but it'll be interesting to see. Well, Kmart, I'd ask you how your weekend was, but USC lost to Oregon State for the first time at home in 60 years, and the Niners laid a fat, giant egg last night. So how dead are you inside? Well, I just started getting over the Niner loss finally about five minutes ago until you just brought it back up. So You're welcome. Wanting to punch a hole through a wall. Jeez. Uh, Neil, how you doing? Tough weekend for you, but you salvaged it, kind of. Uh, yeah, that's, that's being that's being kind. I established a a little one in four with with some Dallas love, but whew, it was it was a rough Sunday for your boy. Mm, hate to see it. Better days ahead for mm. uh, for the bucket boy, uh, Joe. Let's get you started here. I'll let you take a quick victory lap on Fresno State. You were all over this one as soon as that line came out. You said let down. Now, we didn't think they would actually have a little bit of a difficult time actually winning the game, but uh, because a lot of those other teams lost, Fresno State moved up yet again in the rankings, and uh, there's some exciting times there in, for the Bulldogs. Yeah, unbelievable. All the way up to number 18 right now. I was, I was joking around with Chris on Saturday night. I'm like, what were your odds that uh, they could be higher ranked than Clemson at some point this season? So. We'll see what happens going forward. But, yeah, classic letdown spot. Probably the easiest win and easiest bet in a long time for us, especially because Den fired Fresno. We were all over UNLV as a letdown spot. And, yeah, it was the least sweaty bet of all time. We knew it was a winner five minutes into the game. So uh, we were able to middle it as well. So a nice little 4-0 
great, great game for all of us. And just glad the Bulldogs pulled it out. Definitely. And so our weekend stats don't include the three and O fading him for Fresno state Friday night, but over the weekend. So fade Dan goes 21 or 22, sorry, 22 and 21 uh, losing one unit fading Dan over the weekend, over the entire last week, fade Dan 31 and 26 for two and a half units. So, so the Friday night three, and obviously helped there, Chris, you got to help uh, explain this one to me. So, all Den's college Saturdays so far, fade Den 41, 31, and 1, plus 6.9 units. But then we piss on Sundays. Dennis, NFL Sundays so far, fade Den 28 and 33 for minus 8.7. What's going on here? Isn't that crazy? Last year we, we said, fuck, he's okay at college. And he just, we used to just thank God for Sundays last year because he would piss. So, yeah, it's been a crazy first three weeks. We've seen a lot of dogs cover, but there's a ton of overs cashing, and uh, especially in prime time. And we know those are the games he bets. He loves his Thursday nights. He loves his Sunday nights. He loves his Monday nights. And so when the overs are cashing and the favorites are cashing, um, like tonight, you know, he's going to get on a little run. So we'll see if he regresses. He got a little scared tonight. So I'm going to square you up a bit till I hammer again. We'll see. I think he's paying me on Thursday, Friday. He'll be ready to fire this weekend. Joe, it seems like he's catching a lot of breaks in his NFL. Like you and I were sitting across from the table from each other yesterday. End of the first half, he's on uh, Ravens and he's on Browns. And both of those teams score a touchdown with like a minute left in the second quarter to cover first half. It just seems like a lot of those bounces have been going his way so far. And I mean, is that sustainable? I guess we'll see. Yeah, like you said, we'll see. I mean, it's just a real shame to see him suck out on two like that, but it is what it is. You know, you just got to stay the path. Everybody's freaking out when he goes, you know, on a 6-0 run like on Saturday and then about to jump ship and then look what happens. So just pisses it all back. So it's, you know, everybody just just stay the path. Don't panic. Yeah, he's going to have his weeks where he's up. He's also going to have his weeks when we're down, and then you're not going to hear anybody be like, oh, I wish I didn't fade him then, so. Everybody just relax. We'll be fine. It'll be profitable. Well, I guess I can just go back a week and talk about how wrong I was about the Niner Packer game. Uh, Man, I said it's I tweeted it out last week, too. I said I have to be on the Niners with this action. I mean, everybody's taking Rodgers with the points and Green Bay's got all these defensive issues. And Kyle, I guess what I didn't really consider was that the Niners D line had no answer. I mean, this, this green Bay offensive line, they, they, they couldn't stop Rogers even. I mean, it was bad. The Super Bowl against the chiefs. A lot, a lot of, a lot of holding by those rookie offensive linemen, but I mean, that happens on every play. Um, I'm just more disappointed in Fred Warner and Kyle Shanahan, honestly, like not going for it on fourth and one after our defense made that stop you know, in the first half, I thought was just a horrific decision. And then I even said to the wife after we took the lead, I said, if <clears throat> if they kick this ball out of the end zone, we're going to lose. Like, they needed to get another five seconds at least off that clock. You know, I, I didn't even care if they started at the 30. It was, it was, it's go hit somebody. Maybe you cause a fumble, but at least take four or five seconds off that clock. And how much time was left when they spiked it? 
three seconds. So I just looked at that and I looked at her and I was like, yep, Crosby's going to hit another 51 on our asses. Cool. Lombardi was freaking out on his podcast about that today. He can't believe that, that these coaches, Chris, did you listen to Lombardi today? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like, how, how are you going to boot that? He goes, yeah, you just, all these guys want to boot it. Same with the, didn't he talk shit to you on the Lions, booting yep. it out of the zone against, yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, put, whatever happened to the little pooch punt, like squib kick, like put it in play, let them run it, you know? Do you have anything else on the Niners game, Kyle? It sounded like you had a, a rant prepared. Did you? Yeah, I mean, we want to keep this short, honestly. I, I could go for five to ten <laughs> minutes. There's, there's so much. We can save that for a different time, but, you know, Warner on the first first down play, just not getting deep enough. It's you don't expect that out of him. If you'd almost expect out of Dre Greenlaw, who was obviously MIA because of an injury, like you don't expect that out of Fred Warner. It's just it's just a rookie mistake in that situation. And I, I don't know if if that's losing Sala and D'Amico Ryan's not coached up. I, I don't know what it is, but there are just so many defensive mistakes last night. It was quite baffling. <clears throat> exciting game but i mean between the flags in that game the flags in the game tonight i think the eagles were called for like 13 or 14 penalties tonight it just gets hard to watch sometimes chris a note on the niners because you had said this last night when we were texting kyle shanahan at home doesn't cover a lot as a favorite i mean we saw it again last night next week you got a division game where the Niners are probably going to be laying three points to Seattle. <clears throat> what do you think? Is he, is it four and nine or four and 13? It's, it's not good. It's, it's, it's bad. Really bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, and everyone knows, I think Russell Wilson's the Niner killer. I mean, I think he covers or wins every time. So yeah, that'll be very, very interesting. We'll check it out and see if it's a, uh, right now it looks like it kind of split, but, uh, We'll see. I mean, Seahawks are coming off a pretty, pretty bad performance in Minnesota. Niners, I think. I don't know if the public will remember that second half. Niners down seventeen, nothing. Come back, uh, almost win the game. So we'll see. People probably lean towards Niners. See if the Seahawks gets the hook. It'll probably just stay right at three. Line opened at three and a half, and then there was uh, a lot of money put down on it, so it moved towards Seattle to three. So we'll see what happens if the you know the public keeps hammering Seattle if that line gets to two and a half or stays at three or even RLM back up to three and a half. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens on that line. Neil, let's get you in here. You got any takeaways from the weekend, either in uh, in college or pros? Um, not really. Other than to go to you know just tonight's game, I, you know the one that I got right. It was kind of the one that I sort of you know, hammered on, um, on the last pod. Um, I, I just, I, again, I think collectively we, none of us bought Philadelphia as being a viable team. We've talked about how our, one of our favorite bets was having the Eagles under six and a half or under seven wins on the season. Um, I just didn't think that there was any way that they were going to keep up, you know, that offensively that I, I don't think Jalen hurts is, is much of an NFL quarterback, um, Dallas is, Dallas's defense has been a little surprising. I mean, this is back-to-back weeks now, again, against the Chargers and, and now against Philly, where they really just kind of, you know, they did a lot. And Dan, maybe Dan, we should be giving Dan Quinn a bit of credit because, again, they've had a ton of injuries. You know, we talked about sort of Philly, Philly's injuries on both sides that they had coming into this game. But 
I mean, Dallas is missing people all over the place. And I mean, they've got two pretty impressive wins here. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, looking at that game, that's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's interesting. Cause I mean, the only time they looked bad was against Tom Brady in week one, when Tampa had their full complement of players, not really anything to be ashamed of there. You're watching Brady pretty much just steamroll anybody he wants to. So that's interesting and on that Dallas. Them. Right. Yeah. And lost, I think what they lost by two points, right. Um, Tom Brady just had to take him down the field and kick a field goal. So it's, you know, it's hard to fault anything that Dallas has done so far this season. Yeah. Well, Chris, Monday Night Football, everybody just watched them absolutely tear the Eagles a new one. Cowboys are back, baby. Clearly the best team in the division. Now the look ahead for Carolina at Dallas was five and a half next Sunday for Dallas at home. After everybody just saw them look amazing on Monday Night Football, what do you think that line's going to be at? I don't know, but I'm snap calling the Eagles against the Chiefs, the non-covering Chiefs (laughs) next week. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It'll be over. It'll probably be between over a field goal and less than a touchdown. Maybe it'll be my favorite line, five and a half. Well, we'll come back after a quick break, and we'll we'll come back with some more maybe what we're looking ahead to for this week or early takes. I know Kmart's got a lot to say on the Panthers, speaking of the Cowboys opponent next week. So we'll come back with a little bit more. All right. So we're back with some more from the weekend. Uh, Joe, you had the Chris snap called the Eagles home dog against the chiefs. What did you have on that? Yeah, I looked it up. We got uh, chiefs minus seven and a half is road favorites. It's pretty interesting. And then basically 99% of the money currently is on the chiefs. So you got all this early action. Seeing what they just saw in Monday Night Football, the Eagles looking like dog shit, and everybody thinking that uh, Patrick Mahomes is covering God when he's actually one in ten in his last eleven. So I can't wait to bet the Eagles or put them in my contest next week. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, I know Chris is going to agree. Chris, I mean, every teaser known to mankind is going to have the Chiefs down from whether it gets to seven, seven and a half everyone in the world that's probably going to be the most public side of the week no way the chiefs lose three straight right fuck no first time they've been under 500 since 2015 or 16 they got to regress right well last place in the division right everybody had the raiders starting three and oh and the chiefs being in fourth place after week three so yeah, keep an eye on that one for sure. Watch that line, see if that touches seven, see if that gets over seven. I mean, it's just going to be an avalanche of public money. One last thing on the Chiefs, they're being in, they're they're in last place, but they're still minus one twenty five to win the division. If anybody wants to buy low preseason, you know they were minus a thousand to win AFC West, minus one twenty five. Now I feel like it's worth the flyer, but wow, that's crazy, uh, Kyle. We were talking about. Dallas before the break and mentioned the look ahead against Carolina. Uh, what what do you think of the Panthers? Are you buying? I mean, I know you were high on these guys coming in, sort of the Darnold resurrection angle now that he's free of Adam Gase, who just looks worse and worse every single year. Uh, I, we should find out what Adam Gase is doing this year. I wonder if he's coaching like high school. Man, I don't know. There's no way he's on. He's with an NFL team, that's for sure. But what do you think of the Panthers? How much? How for real are these guys? I mean, they've played the Jets, the Texans. They did 
they have a really nice win against the Saints. That's so really the only real team they've played. But what do you think about these Panthers? Does Does anyone recall what their season win total was? I think it was uh, seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. That's that's what I thought because you know going into the year I was like this this seems like an eight win team nine win team you know get lucky here and there I I really loved you know the the offensive side of the ball you know with obviously Darnold a healthy CMC laugh out loud out two ish weeks now with a hammy pull uh, DJ Moore obviously loved the loved the draft pick of Terrence Marshall defensively what wasn't too sure only could improve off last year and coming into this week I think they were number one in DVOA on PFF um I don't I don't know if I'm gonna buy that I definitely think you know they're right around a top 10 defensive unit um I I am buying the Panthers as they are for real however the CMC injury has me questioning you know, a little bit, I do like Chubba Hubbard, but if we, if we just kind of look at, you know, Trey Sermon, you know, rookie running backs, I'm, I'm not just going to buy that he can just replace, you know, that type of effort. You know, I understand what Mike Davis did last year, but they're losing a huge weapon that, you know, I'm going to need to see what Darnold can do in another game. You know, they still have weapons on the outside, uh, you know, decent tight end, uh, Dan Arnold. <laughs> so, you know, the, I'm buying, you know, I still think they're going to be about a 10 win team, but you know, little improvement than what I originally thought, but I am concerned with, uh, the CMC injury again. They did just trade Dan Arnold's ass today. They traded him for Henderson from the Jags. They lose oh, JC Horn. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So they needed a corner and they had to, I mean, I, I guess if you're Jacksonville, you trade a corner who you drafted 10th overall last year for a tight end. But Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw they acquired him. I didn't realize they, they traded the funny point of Dan Arnold with Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, let's go to you for this. The Jets and the Jaguars. I mean, what what is there to say? That these teams are somehow look historically bad three weeks into the season. I mean, dear God, what, what hope is there at what point? Like, can you even bet them unless they're getting double digit points? Like what the hell? Yeah. It's fucking crazy because both teams you think are just such scum and they're only catching a touchdown this week. <laughs> I mean, jets are only getting seven and a half at home. And then, the Jags are going on the road on Thursday night where home teams are historically dominating and, you know, and it makes you want to just take the Bengals and it's just a scary spot. I'm, I know if, you know, fucking Mr. Denny gets involved, we're going to have to plug our nose and take the Jaguars and, uh, you know, we'll see about the, uh, that Jets one's weird because they look like, Oh my God. I mean, you and I were watching it together, drinking beers on Sunday and we just kept seeing, just pick after pick. We go oh, twenty nothing, twenty six nothing. Broncos. I mean, the Jets couldn't do shit. It looks like the worst offense in the league. So I don't know how the Titans don't destroy them, but I just love betting poop. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, let's see, Joe. You wanted to talk about the Steelers. I mean, one of my best memories from the from Sunday was. Because you had the Bengals in your contest. And so every time Big Ben 
does anything silly, which was quite often. You were just giggling. Ben's dead. Just laughing, having a great time watching him just flounder around and, and really looked like he was 70 years old back there. Yeah, man, I I called this one. I, I said it was an absolute joke that the uh, Steelers covered week one against the Bills, and then that's been proven to be very, very true the last two weeks with the Steelers looking like absolute shit. And I'm laughing. You know, I just looked up the, the Steelers – uh, yesterday so here's like here's what they did on each drive they went punt punt interception punt touchdown punt interception missed field goal field goal turnover on downs turnover on downs is that good <laughs> if you're the jets good. at home good against- i'm gonna take them against aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> but that's another one so no chris you say that but like there are some of these right now where you're looking at the lines this week and you're looking at the matchups and it's like you mentioned it a minute ago. How does Tennessee not kill the Jets? Jets can't – they can't get within 20 points of anybody. How does – how do the Bengals not kill the Jags? How does Pittsburgh have any chance of hanging with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Green Bay? So, tread carefully this week. Well, we said I this mean, too, Matt. Yeah, we said this too, Matt, last week. Remember when we looked at the look-ahead line? And I said if the Steelers look like shit against the Bengals, which they did, it was like – I think it was, what, Green Bay minus three? And I was like, they look like shit. What's that number going to be? Six, seven, right? Well, well, no, the look ahead was six and a half. And so it's it's going to be okay. Well, it's yeah, eight? it's seven right now. Oh my god, yeah, it's seven. It's seven right now. But you know, everybody's going to bet Green Bay at home. Jeez. Uh, Neil, what do you do with these teams that haven't really played? anyone worth a damn yet we talked earlier about the panthers a little bit one really good win but they've also played the jets and the texans two of the weaker teams in the league what do you do with denver they've played scum scum and worse scum they've played the giants the jaguars and the jets and now they're gonna be cat they're gonna be laying points at home against baltimore this look ahead was baltimore minus one and a half and now Denver is opening as the favorite as the three and O team. What do you do here? Absolutely befuddling in my mind. And I have not been a Denver backer. Um, I've been on this pod talking about, I just don't understand, you know, the amount of Denver Bronco love um, that's being, you know, thrown at this team. Um, I, I have bet Baltimore already plus one. I'm looking right now that it's now Baltimore plus one and a half. I don't understand. I mean, I, I'm hard pressed to understand, you know, I, I almost like the fact that, you know, Baltimore had to get a miracle 66 yard field goal out of Tucker to beat the lowly Detroit lions. I think that was a total hangover spot after, you know, Baltimore beating the chiefs um, and coming up with that big win, thinking that they could just walk into Detroit and get a W. So I think you're get I, my personal feeling on this is that you're going to get amazing value that the fact that Baltimore had to squeak out a win against Detroit. Um, and that everyone's going to look at Denver and be like, Oh, they're three and oh, it's like, no, you've played literally your competition is oh and nine, right? Giants, oh and three, Jacksonville, oh and three, Jets, oh and three. Um, like I just can't buy it. And then, you know, Denver's got now Judy and Hamler are both going to be out. So you got two wide receivers, um, you know, two of your starters that aren't in there. Um, I, I am, I'm 
shocked and if i'm proven wrong so be it but until then like denver hasn't proved you know denver hasn't proven anything to me yet this season tim patrick is the best motherfucking receiver on that team (laughs) i just want to throw that out there anybody want to play devil's advocate because the other side of that is okay yeah you, you play who's on your schedule and they have dominated all three of these teams it has not ever been like no of none of the outcomes have ever been in doubt so what a what if denver is actually pretty damn good i think historically they've been pretty tough in uh in the altitude there so I don't I'm seeing know. It's, it's it's a weird line, but yeah, they're amazing in September. At least I think I don't know if this game falls in September or not. I think it's the first weekend of October, but they've been hot. And I mean, yeah, it makes you think like, why? Like you said, Matt, like shouldn't they be a one or two point dog? Why are they favored? And so yeah, uh, they do look hot. They haven't even been close. It's amazing. They you'd think they would have struggled, maybe snuck by a field goal, but twenty six nothing. 26-3 or 7 or whatever. I mean, the Jags shouldn't even had more than 13 points. They had a return to kickoff. I mean, they dominated. So, it'll be I, – I like that game. I think I'm, I might put the angle of Baltimore has had more guys on the COVID list and obviously more injuries. So, going to altitude, I'm just going to take the donkeys out of <laughs> – Donkey. Like <laughs> – yeah. I, I mean, I'm seeing 73% on the Ravens. So, at least early on – the public is going with the narrative of, well, Denver hasn't really played anybody. So I have to take Baltimore getting points. For sure. We already texted earlier today, square dog alert. We'll see how, how uh, it transpires throughout the week. Well, we'll, we'll end with this. I'm seeing, (laughs) I've got three teams already getting 90%. I've got, one more getting 87% and four more getting over 70%. So uh, apparently the books are just giving out free money this week, guys. I don't know if anybody else noticed. So I've got Tampa getting 98%, Green Bay 94%, Tennessee 90 Chiefs 87 and then all over 70% are Lions, Bengals, Ravens, Seahawks. Well, yeah. Hey, you've seen three weeks. You know it all, right? Nothing. Yeah, clearly. Uh, anybody want to make a case for any of these teams that are getting nothing, no love? I mean, whether it's the the Patriots or the Steelers. We talked about Jets already. Talked about Eagles already. I mean, the no one in the world wants to lay points with the Bears playing the Lions. I want to make a case for the New York football gigantes. If anyone wants them, I'll take your money, send me your bets. I'll take your action if you want the Saints. Give me the eight all day, every day. Danny, he doesn't drop dimes, but this weekend he is. Hey, what about Atlanta? Home dog against Washington who's looked like shit too. And everybody's going to be on Washington minus one and a half. Boy, between that one and the other really gross one is Colts Dolphins. Like, what the fuck? That's just two of the more disappointing teams over the last couple weeks. No doubt about it. So we got a lot. Yeah. Do you think anybody? Yeah. You think anybody fires on the Raiders on Monday night going to L.A. on the Chargers who just beat the God Patrick Mahomes? I feel like nobody's going to be on the on the Raiders there. Well, I mean. 
that game's being played at SoFi Stadium in LA, but we know who, we know what team that's a home game for. That's a Raider home game all day long. Yeah. Home oh, yeah. game. <laughs> Raiders so, home yeah. dog. That's another one too. We didn't really talk about the Raiders and whether or not they're for real, but uh man, they've looked impressive. I've I've heard people making the case that it's not Mahomes, it's not Kyler Murray, but Carr is like the MVP of the league right now with how well that offense is playing. It's uh really most what, what was it a somebody sent some earlier about his passing yards through three weeks. It was me. Yeah, uh, he has the third most passing yards in NFL history through three weeks. Wow. Got up, got that I offense mean, humming. Yeah, credit to Gruden, credit to that team. I thought they were going to suck dick, and they're coming out and actually pulling their dicks out. So good for them. Lots to look forward to this week. <laughs> yeah, talked about a lot of games. And uh, so we'll be back Wednesday with our college preview episode, and then we'll get, uh, we'll let all this marinate and get to our NFL preview on Friday. So I guess let's Maddie, just. Maddie, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. In June 30th, there was a posting. Adam Gase accepts a job at Lincoln High School in Yaplinski, Michigan, as the team's offensive coordinator. That so is he, fantastic. He's an O coordinator at a high school. Oh, wow. wow. Well, well you should go there. I, <laughs> I wonder if he will sabotage the quarterback there as well. So. Good luck to whoever that kid is. All right, Chris, remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on scum. You get what the Eagles gave us tonight. Dog shit. I paid you.